Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Will Friedle, huge round of applause, San Francisco. Thanks for coming so early on a Sunday morning to I Hear Voices. Unfortunately, Christy is not here. But we're really excited uh, for a number of reasons. One, because the, the, everybody's packing up here and because uh, the idea that everybody gets to be a voiceover actor is really exciting to me. Um, so I'm going to start by, uh, for, you know, we've talked about this on the podcast quite a bit, but we're really starting to announce the super awesome contest to become the next big voice actor. So if you listen to I Hear Voices, we have partnered with iHeart and we are doing a straight up um, American Idol style search for the next big voiceover actor uh, in the country. Unfortunately, um, we couldn't get an awesome voiceover actor to sit with us today um, and talk uh, as our guest. We are stuck with some guy named Steve. Um, I don't know anything about him, frankly. Um, they, they threw him on me yesterday. They're like, what do, you, what do you think of Steve? And I'm like, who's Steve Berg? Um, so, uh, yes, I am, I am going to bring up our guest because, uh, he's pretty awesome and an old and close friend of mine and a multi Guinness book of world record holder. That's the truth. And we will get into that. So can you please help me welcome the amazing Steve Bloom? I love that you said that they threw me on you. They did, yeah. Like, like that was a bad thing. <laughs> and it isn't the first time, by the way. So, <laughs> I, so I was trying to first of all welcome. Thank uh, you. you. You are here for two cool. wonderful reasons because the live shows are awesome. You're going to get to see everybody and their incredible voices. And I have nowhere else to go. You have nowhere else yeah. to go. Yeah. So um, <laughs> it's like you get these amazing things to Love come you. and join us. Uh, okay. I was trying to th figure out last night, do you remember the first time we actually met? Uh, I think it was, you were pole dancing? Yep. 
correct? I had. Do you remember uh, the name of the place? Uh, it, it was Wheezy's. <laughs> it was. <laughs> Good memory. <laughs> and that's the sound he makes on a pole, which is really <laughs> odd. Yeah. yeah, it's true. Yeah. I am the out of shape pole dancer. Um, <laughs> I don't know where. I do know where it was. It was on a Transformers thing. It was. We were at Mark Rouse's studio. Yep. With your son. With my son. Who who came, and I think we were watching. They like, for some reason, you and I had to both watch a Transformers thing we did to then jump into the next thing. It was weird. Yes. And we like screened something. And I remember just trying to keep it cool because I was such a fan of yours. That it was just like, no, man, it's whatever. I'm hanging out with Steve. Oh, my God. Like, it's just totally. Well, you were Starscream, first of all. Yes. Which is the greatest thing. In in arguably the greatest Transformers since Gen 1, which is Prime. Yes. Don't break the table. I'm trying Um, not to. We're renting. I'm excited there. So, uh, yeah, this is all a rental. Um, (laughs) So, okay. We're going to get into Transformers. We're going to get into Wolverine. We're going to get into all the amazing things you've done. But I want to take it back to the beginning. How did you realize this is what you wanted to do? Uh, I didn't. I didn't know. Before I I do that, though, I have to tell you that when when me and my son encountered him, he was Bumblebee. He was speaking Bumblebee. It was weird, right? It it was so exciting for both of us. Well, I had known your history anyway, so I was was super excited. I'm a big fan of yours. Yeah, you were also a regular at Wheezy's. But I was trying to hold it together in that Oh, come on. And so was my... My son didn't hold it together, as I recall, yeah. (laughs) Um... Anyway, that was that was amazing, oh, and, that's cool. and our relationship has blossomed. It since has. Then. Well, we're D and D buddies. We'll get into all that later. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah. Um, but uh, no, I had no idea that I was going to do this. I really? didn't even think it was a viable job, and neither did my parents. Uh, and and they still didn't for many many years until I brought them to some convention, and I was on stage, and uh, my dad was asking my sister why all these people were there, because <laughs> they're not there to see him, are they? She, she said, "Yeah, Dad, shut up and watch." It was, it was, it was great. Um, but I did it for fun. I did just did it for fun for years and years and years. I was playing in an R&B band, and that's what I wanted to do. You, so you wanted to be a musician? You, wanted, weren't, you didn't want to be an actor at all? Oh, not at all. Really? I hated the whole idea of acting. I worked at a film studio for my day job, and uh, everybody at the studio wanted to be an actor. Right. And the, the head of the mailroom where I was working, his name was Victor Garcia, he, he was casting a Japanimation program, and he just needed bodies in the room to audition for this thing. Nobody knew how to do it back then. And he knew that I had the deepest voice in the mailroom and he needed somebody who could roar, which I did all the time. So he brought me into a a studio on the weekend and the only reason I showed up is because he gave me free pizza. Are you kidding me? That's literally the only reason I showed up. I had no intention. I had no (laughs) desire to do this stuff. But once I saw what they were doing I thought oh this is kind of fun and how old are you at this point I was oh in my 20s I guess probably late 20s maybe early 30s something like that so this might be a first on I hear voices because normally the guests that we have on are like oh I never I I didn't think I was going to be a voiceover actor I thought I was just going to be a regular actor or I was going to be on camera and you no desire to be an actor whatsoever no desire I didn't even know I was acting until many many years later we did Cowboy Bebop and seriously I didn't know I didn't know (laughs) I just did it because it was fun. I went. You know, I didn't doing, even know I was acting. I swear, I I would go into the studio and I'd be the the idiot who'd just be going up to the microphone, going, <laughs> and I could do that, and I could match the movements on screen, but I didn't know that that was considered to be acting. And then it wasn't till later on we did Cowboy Bebop. Nobody really cared at first, and then finally, years later, Mary Elizabeth 
Yeah. Mary Elizabeth McGlynn, my wife, who directed Cowboy Bebop. My D and D wife. Yes, his D and D wife. So let's let's be let's it, be honest. It's here. a thing. Yeah. It's a little bit of a triad going on, but mostly that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> They're actually in love. I have to roll for love. It's yeah, a big difference. He does, but he always rolls 20s every single time. It's loaded, loaded Fridell dice. Fridice. The Fridice. Yeah, I like dice. it. We're hashtagging that. We're also hashtagging I didn't know I was acting, <laughs> which is the t-shirt that I want to get. It's true. It's really true, though. So we were sitting on a stage, not unlike this, with a whole bunch of people doing some panel about bebop. And everybody on the stage was a trained actor. They, they'd all gone to school for it. They'd done theater. They'd done film. And so it came to me, and they were talking about our origin stories, and I said, well, I'm not really an actor. I just kind of fell into this accidentally, and I don't know what I'm doing. And Mary just goes, stop. She goes, what the hell do you think you've been doing for the last 10 years, you idiot? <laughs> and that was the beginning of our relationship. It was, oh my god, it was amazing. So I didn't, I really, it didn't occur to me that voice acting was acting until much later on. Wow. Yeah, and I just did it because it was fun. It was the only thing I really enjoyed doing. Everything else in my life sucked. <laughs> so apparently the band wasn't any good. No, the band wasn't good. Uh, <laughs> I was the only one with the job, so I had to, it was all pay to play back then. We were playing the Troubadour and the Roxy and all those places, but we had to pay in advance. We had to buy the, all the tickets in advance and then try to sell them. Oh, man. And we'd go door to door selling the tickets. Ugh. But I was the guy who had to put up all the money. I had the truck, so I had to haul all the equipment. It was it was terrible. It was just terrible. Our music wasn't really good. No. We're the only R and B band in town at that time. It was all hair and heavy metal bands. So we got our, our equipment sabotaged and people hated us because we had a better draw because we were better at knocking on doors. And it was ridiculous. It was fun when we were on stage, but that was the only time. So, so glad I gave it up. How many of the first projects that you did were just like noises, like you just said? Like you kind of we're just well. Here's some pizza. <laughs> Actually, I've done that on pretty much every job. <laughs> every, but everything since that very first job, it was called the Giver. It was a, a Japanimation program and anime back then. And I I came in doing creature voices at first, but I was able to match the lip flaps mm -hmm. and and I showed up. And so they eventually gave <laughs> me showed up. They gave me speaking roles. And okay. I ended up playing the main bad guy on that show. And did you love it right away? Even though you didn't know you were acting, did you enjoy I what you were doing? It. Okay. I okay. thought, oh my God, people get paid for this? Okay. Besides the pizza? Right. <laughs> they, they, actually, they actually paid us by the line. They paid us $7 a line back then, which is... So you want to be the lead in the... Th yeah. I mean, yeah. wow. Yeah. Oh, man. And I didn't have to memorize anything, which is... I, that's still a mystery to me. I don't know how he does this. I don't know how any on-camera actor or theater person does that. I have yeah. no memory for that sort of thing. So if I if I see a line, I can I can hold on to it for a couple seconds, and then I have to spit it out and get rid of it. But Which I, is so odd because when we play D and D, you remember everything like our whole campaign stuff you were doing. Oh no, I really? did not. Yes, I had you did. Copious notes. Did you? Okay. Copious you notes. You faked yeah. that really well. Oh, uh, because I'm an actor. I was going to say, <laughs> much like the start of your career, you faked that very well. Bean Dad, the dress. 30 to 50 feral hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? 
I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So, okay, so then you, you're, you were in, again, Japanimation. We're doing that because it's since become anime, and we're going to get yeah. into how anime has exploded. Yeah. Um, wh- when y- your first real Western-style animation, did you jump right into superhero stuff, or was it smaller stuff to start with? I don't remember what the very first thing was. I think uh, it started with video games for me. Oh, okay. So that was my gateway. I started with, um, what was that called? It was a, a LucasArts thing. I did a couple LucasArts things. There was a thing called The Dig. And uh, a couple of the old, old, old games back then. And so that to like, me... Like, how old, old? Like, were you the... In Pong? It was right after that. Okay. Literally So you right just, after. you were the sound so of the... Was, yeah, the 1920s. I think, okay, 30s, exactly, maybe. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's just Pitfall yeah. where the guy's just running yeah. one direction. Um, I got to play Pitfall Harry in the second incarnation of that, once he started speaking. And Which is where like was three, this? This is, I don't know. Is like there Nintendo anybody days? who knows that game? Yeah. No, nobody, uh, nobody no. knows. Of course it not. Was, there was one person that, that knew Pitfall, my version of Pitfall, in like the last five conventions, so I don't know. And it was probably the guy who wrote the game. It probably was, yeah. yeah. And he was just thrilled that I showed up again. <laughs> so. Now, so when you, okay, we're going to start video games then, since yeah. you just started talking about video games. When you started in video games, was it, you got a script, 
you went, you read the script, that's all you had. It, you didn't have to cover every way the player might go. Had they jumped to that, the player is in charge, so you've got to record 9,000 possibilities, um, or were you still just, here's the script, record it for the video game? I don't remember. I this really is what don't we were just remember. talking about. This is yeah. a great interview, Steve, when you I don't remember anything about your career. No idea. <laughs> <laughs> no, we did have to cover stuff because there were efforts and reactions okay. and that sort of thing in, in the original games. And the, the very first game I, I did, I can't remember what it was called right now, but I played a biker who was having a fist fight with another biker on the road at like 80 miles an hour. And, okay. And so we had to do a lot of uh, efforts and reactions for that. So we did do a full sound set for that sort of thing. That's when there was still just the A and B button. That's, that's all when there I, was. That's when I liked that's, video games. Yeah, that's, they added the X button, I was out. Me like, too. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's like too much. That's too probably much. the last uh, time I played. Too yeah. much. Frogger, yeah. I can handle Frogger. Exactly, right, yeah. exactly. That, that kind of stuff is yeah. amazing. Okay, so then video games versus uh, standard animation. Do you have one that you prefer? I, well, I prefer standard animation, okay. original animation, just because, well, it used to be that we could be in the same room together working and I love that chemistry and yeah. and uh, actors are funny and it was fun and there was an alchemy that happens in the room when you're working with another actor yeah. as you know um, but that said video games uh, was kind of my staple I've done more video games than I've done anything else uh, that world record that you mentioned is isn't the, that is one of most, your world records most voices in video games which was such a weird thing because I'm not a gamer I didn't keep track of it I had no idea that was happening do you know I, how many it is I don't know how many it is it's right like now. It's like 400 something. Is it now? Yeah, oh, I, I don't think know. so. Yeah. It's like 400 something and you hold one of four Guinness Book of World Records. That's what Gwen told me. Or like, the other ones for? I, I love remember. other people telling you about your That's career. That's Gwendolyn King stuff. right there. <laughs> Did yeah. you? Okay. I don't yeah, know. One of, like, them is, one of them is like Wolverine playing Wolverine, Wolverine the most, the times, most or something. times. Most prolific. Most obnoxious male person voice in voiceover. Worst memory of a voiceover actor yeah. ever. Least pants most, worn most, in studio. Yeah, most pizza eaten for jobs. Yeah. yeah. Now, here's my question, because apparently you didn't even know you were in the Guinness Book of World Records, so no. uh, Guinness doesn't call you and go like, hey, you won something. They did for the first one, but what they did was they called from England, they called my agent, and I had to sit with my agent for like four months going through my own IMDB to make sure that everything on there was correct, because I didn't know. As you know, when we're working on games or any projects, many times they, they code them, they, different code names and stuff. Yeah. And I don't play them, so I had no idea what they were called once they came out. <laughs> and so somebody else posted that stuff on IMDb, and we had to go through, I guess I did that one. She had to call producers, and, and we had to actually verify every one of those. That's so, insane. And, and when they presented the award, they actually came out for, um, it was a, a video game conference. Or, or I forgot what it was called, a big one, though. Oh, E3. Okay. Yeah. One of the very first yeah. E3s. And uh, I wasn't invited to the con. They wanted to present it to me at the con, but it was all <laughs> development people and whatever. I couldn't get a ticket to go to the con <laughs> to accept my yeah, award. Your own award for so, being the most prolific actor. So, nice. So I was working at Nickelodeon at the time. We were working on Legend of Korra, and they were so nice. It was, I think, our last recording session, and they let the Guinness people come there, and they were going to present the award in the studio, but they were running an hour and a half behind. So we're all sitting in the, in the lobby just waiting for the studio to open up. And finally, at one point, they just said, well, we got to get to the convention. So on behalf of Guinness Records, here you go. Wow. Snapped the picture and ran off. And that was it. it oh, was man. So anticlimactic. So you just, you also got the award for most awards never actually given to you. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> which is, yeah. which is, which is great. Exactly. So, yeah, that's, that's And cool. the other three, they didn't contact me at all. I didn't even know until Gwen told me. Well, us. yeah, because they're yeah. like, oh, Steve won again. I'm not going through that whole thing yeah. trying to give this guy I'm, an award again. I'm not calling Nickelodeon and begging again. Oh, that yeah, is so funny. Or my welcome there. 
Okay, so I think one of the people, uh, one of the things people want to talk about, myself included, is Wolverine. Yeah, love. So, <laughs> so cool. So cool. What, it, now, a lot of times in voiceover, you don't know who you're reading for. Like yep. when I was, you said Bumblebee. I yep. th until the day they gave it to me, I thought I was reading for something called Blue Streak because uh, they didn't want anybody to know. Did you know you were going in and reading for Wolverine, or was it like just come in and read for this thing? Um, no, the first time I played Wolverine was in a game, and it was X Men Legends. Okay. And so for that incarnation of it, I knew it was Wolverine. Okay. And from that point forward, as they brought me back for each project, I had to read for it every single time I played Wolverine. You always, had to audition every single time you played Wolverine. I've that you won an award for the most times people have played Wolverine. You still had to audition for it. Nobody cares. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So Jeez. no, they. It's always a different production team, and everybody wants to put their own stamp on it, and so they want to make sure, first of all, that it's I can so still do it weird. because I'm old. Yeah, that's um, a problem. Yeah. Well, in all fairness, Wolverine was like 170. Wasn't I know. He? I know. He, well, yes. Yeah. yeah See, that's on, what I. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> But he doesn't speak that way necessarily. Yeah. He sounds like he's still virile and that sort of thing. So they want to make sure I could at least fake that. Um, <laughs> you've, been, yeah, I've, well, I've, you've been faking virility for I've years. I've been faking everything. Don't tell Mary. <laughs> Don't tell Mary. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. You're not still auditioning to play Wolverine. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah. No. That's uh, insane to me. Yeah, I've auditioned for Wolverine three times in the last year. And I think somebody else has been booking Wolverine for certain things. Uh, actually, Cal Dodd. Uh, booked Wolverine for for something. Okay, and, uh, and I'm I'm celebrating him because he was one of the originals. Right, right, right. Yeah, but still, so, it's like, it's so weird to me that they're they you still have to audition for they the thing care. you kind of helped create. No, I did not. The, the, the persona, the voice, sure. There's like you, know, you think of you think of certain characters. God rest him, Kevin Conroy. I think of Batman. I hear Kevin. You know, yeah, he's. Uh. So there are certain characters that are certain actors that are connected with characters, and when I'm reading a comic book or whatever, I I hear you as Wolverine when I'm when I'm reading something. Well, you know? thank so, you for that. So there are certain people that are identified. There's also that one book that um, said you did it the most. I forget because they didn't show up to hand uh, it to you. Yeah, that's right, Guinness right, Book yeah, of World yeah. Records. Um, but so it, it, I guess it just shows the nature of the business, though, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, I, it, I, I like having to prove myself constantly, and that's the life of a voice actor. We audition. Yeah. And then if we get the job, we're lucky. But but the audition really is the job, and I've never, I've never deviated from that philosophy. Well, that's and I think cool. that that served me really, really well. And I and there have been some things in the press lately with actors who have been replaced by other voice actors for various reasons, and they get uh, this this one in particular instance. I won't call it out, but in this one particular instance, this actor said publicly that I created this role. Well, no, you didn't. No, the person yeah. who created the role created the role. We get to voice it, and we get to put our interpretation of it out there. Sure. But Wolverine is not my role. I, yeah. didn't, I didn't create it. So I'm just grateful every time they bring me in to do it. That's an awesome yeah. philosophy to have. You have to. Yeah. Or you go crazy. I create yeah. all the roles I do. I know you do. Well, that you're the exception. They're all mine. You are the exception. And anybody who who does it after me is just bad. Yeah. That's I'll the, fight them. That's that's how I look at I it. I will fight them. Even characters that were around way before I ever started to become an actor, yes. those are still mine. I agree. As far as I'm concerned. I agree. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah, that's how I am. Yeah. Um, okay, very <laughs> Sorry. That's all that's if true. If he takes over the, the role of Jesus, uh, <laughs> he is Jesus. That's it. I, I created that. That's it. I created that. That's it. You, you are my Jesus. Uh, well, that's interesting. Another hashtag it's of the Sunday. day. <laughs> it's Sunday. We can be reverent in here. It's good. Um, here's something I always like to. <laughs> it's just. I'm getting off is the Jesus of thing as fast as possible. First of all, it never goes. The only good thing about this is that Christy's not here. Thank um, God. 
Thank God. She'd just bring the room right down. She would. She would. Low energy. She's yeah. great. No, we miss Christy. But um, some, something I always like to ask, because then I want to get into why you think anime, for something that you've done a lot of, why, why it has exploded. But before we get into that, um, is there a role you would love to play that you haven't yet? No. Uh, well, the, thanks no, for coming, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> the, the only exception to that might be like on uh, Studio Ghibli things or something like that. I've, I've always wanted to work on one of those okay. things. That would be really cool. But I mean, there's I never might... a superhero that you've really wanted to do or a the, villain you've wanted to play or somebody you haven't gotten a shot at yet? The, the only exception to that would have been Batman. Okay. But then I heard Kevin Conroy do Batman. And I've heard you do Batman. And it's like, oh, well... I can do a Batman, but it's not going to be the good Batman. Well, so. nobody's Kevin. I, again, yeah. I always say that I had the easiest, the, the, the most difficult, easiest job in the world because yeah. I, d I didn't have to play Bruce. Yeah. So I wasn't, it was like whatever I did, I was going to be the best Terry ever. Yes. You know, yeah. because nobody had ever done it before. Yeah. So it wasn't like you had to jump in and be Bruce. But True. everybody puts their own spin on whatever they do. I mean, like Dietrich's Batman was, yeah. was phenomenal. Yes. And, and Roger Craig Smith's was terrible. Yeah, and, yeah sucks. Um, Jesus. Oh. Troy Baker, Q, awful. Q. Sorry, I'm still getting um, Roger Craig Smith out of my. Yeah, nose. Roger Craig Smith is yeah. he's is he's he here? a bad actor and a terrible human being. Yeah. Is he in the room? Yes, he he, he's, he's probably here yes, somewhere. Just follow your nose. Um, oh, there he is. Roger Craig Smith is here, ladies. He and gentlemen. is there in the background. Yeah. We have another Batman here, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Thank you, the amazing <laughs> Roger Craig Smith. Okay, today you're my Batman. All right, fine, <laughs> fine. Yes, you are. <laughs> Why? Not? I created that role. Why not both? <laughs> Batman Jesus. Exactly. Oh my. Jazzman. <laughs> I, I don't know. even want to see I the just, cosplay just, for Jazzman. Yeah, no, oh, it's, God. No, this it's, is going to go so horribly wrong. Kids, cover your ears. It's going to go wrong. Uh, anime. Very quickly, and then yes. we are going to throw it to everybody because this is where the fun happens. Um, I know that I have my theory that the pandemic kind of, some for some reason, people were drawn to anime. Yeah. And it's just since exploded. Do you think that's what it is? I think that's what it is because you need time to go through 700 episodes of Naruto. That's the thing. And yes. People yes. finally had time. That's yeah. what it is. It's all yeah. of a sudden. It's like, well, I've got two years. I might as well check something out. Yeah, so you know? people are rediscovering anime. And there, there, are, there are lots of anime that were re-released also. And Crunchyroll's put a whole bunch of stuff yeah. out there. So it's a lot more accessible. Mm -hmm. than it was before, plus people were homebound, so yeah. they had nothing else to do. So. Do you prefer recording uh, Western animation or anime? Um, wow, that's a tough question. These days, it's it's almost the same thing because mm. I record everything from home. Right. So, which is the way anime was always done before, is always uh, not from home, but it, it was a solo experience. It was just mm -hmm. us in the booth with a director and an engineer and maybe a, a couple people there, uh, which is the way... Uh, video games were it's it's now the way most original animation is when we used to work in groups so it's very uh, similar experience and I'm so used to dubbing to I was gonna say are you still flaps. at your home studio or are you still map um, yeah. you know you're still matching the mouth flaps and yeah. everything which is which yeah, is they very just interesting pipe it through to me and I, I just match whatever's on the I, I always had a, a slightly difficult time with that I did a, a video game back in the day and I remember they were Dubbing it from Japanese to Amer uh, to American to, to English American. to American <laughs> um, to, to English as we're kind of sitting in the room and yeah. because they somebody hadn't done it properly and I remember sitting there at one time and the line was literally I must take the golden sword to the ship because if I don't the princess will die and the Japanese was Nanda oh yeah. 
Yep. That was it. Yep. And so they had to sit there because that was a mouth flap. It was yep. one word. Yep. And it was like, how do you get that entire sentiment into one or two words? So you're the master. Well, of that, Roger right? Craig Smith has mastered that, and he would do that as. <laughs> he would. He's, yeah. done, he's done his own uh, blogs about that sort of thing. That's he where has, I learned I don't, everything. I'm not familiar with I learned his work. everything from Roger. So, yeah. Everything. I'm not familiar with anything. <laughs> um, well, thank well, you I, for. Uh, well, I was a writer for years, too, in, in anime. I, were I, you? I did a script, oh, so I did a script must, adaptation. You, so you must know how to make it work. I did, I did know how to make it work, and that's why I got hired a lot for anime, because I was cheap. And I would, I would write well, these. It doesn't get that, cheaper than pizza. Uh, no, it doesn't get cheaper. Than, well, actually, it does. In, in the, <laughs> Just the crusts. <laughs> Let's talk about toppings, shall we? <laughs> That's not cheese. I, I don't, where did this go so awfully wrong? I went r- so awfully sorry. wrong when we met that first time doing so. Transformers. I think so. <laughs> it's been downhill We've ever been in since. That spiral, yeah. Wow. I'm okay. so proud to share that space with you. Though. I, oh I know it is. It's brilliant. I, I, I love you so much. I'm so glad that you were able to do this. And are you uh, throwing me out now? No, you're staying here oh, if I you am? will. If oh. you'll if you'll stay with us to play. Do I have to? You don't okay. have to. Okay. Roger Craig Smith's gonna jump in. Yeah, he's really good at um, this. No, if you uh, if you would like to stay, because now we get to have a lot of fun, where everybody here gets to become the voice actor. I would love to do that. It's really really cool. Do I get but to we, judge them? Yes, harshly. harshly. No, it's awesome. No, uh, but we do want to invite somebody to the stage who uh, helps us out here. Uh, if Mr. Joe Woes will come up and join us. Joe is an absolutely phenomenal artist who you probably know, who gave us Charlie the Star Kissed Tuna. It's the coolest thing in the world. Um, oh and Joe is going to draw incredibly quickly, and then uh, you, you're all going to line up here at the microphone, and you're not going to know who you're going to voice until it pops up on the screen, um, right here. Uh, so we get to play, which is a lot of fun. So if everybody wants to, uh, some people want to step up to the mic, whoever wants to play here. Oh. He's drawing me like one of his French girls. <laughs> wow. I didn't know I looked like that naked. <laughs> That was me. That was my costume at Wheezy's. <laughs> All right, we ready? That's amazing. So here we go. Are you ready? Yeah. Now remember, you can't. It's, we're going quick. Can't yeah. think. We got to jump. Ready? Here's first one. Oh, a donkey! Oh, a donkey! Wow! <laughs> wow! Wow! <laughs> Did that come out of your mouth? Uh, <laughs> Amazing. I got nothing. That was Normally I say something, but I got nothing after that. Uh, that's that's the weirdest thing I've ever heard come out of a man's. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations it wasn't on that. in my mouth, but it was something. <laughs> that was just pretty uh, impressive. I usually have to be lactating to make that noise. I just have to say. <laughs> that was. I, I got nothing. Congratulations, you win. That was. Thank you. <laughs> Everybody else can just sit down. All right, here we go. Thank you very much. Are you just making these up? Yeah, I'm making them up as we go along. Makes them up as we go. That's the thing that's amazing. How do I follow that up? Uh, Exactly. (laughs) Right, and now it's it's now the monkeys that come on. There were monkeys that rode bikes that came on after the Beatles on the Ed Sullivan Show. Oh yeah, remember that? Yeah. You're not them. You're awesome. We talked yesterday, and you're gonna nail it. Ready? Yep. Here we go. I I left my, my my little umbrella on the ground there. Could, could you help pick that up for me? <laughs> I, 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 it's hard to see. My eyes are sevens. They're, they're My sevens. eyes are sevens. 
I was born with a rare genetic disorder that makes my eyes number sometimes. That's awesome. <laughs> what's it? What's it? What's your name, sir? My name is uh, Dinkle Dinklespiel. <laughs> Dinkle. I also forget my name sometimes. Uh, okay. Hey, Steve. Yes. Very quickly. What would this guy sound like if you did him? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I love putting the guests on the spot too. Um, Saturday night at the con is not treating me well. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. This is fun because the faster we go through them, I just watch Joe is just like. <laughs> Ready? Here we go. <laughs> There's no chewing gum in my class. <laughs> if you don't stop that, I'm going to put this ruler where light will never see it for a century. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you know what it sounded like at the beginning? It sounded like the voice in the Pink Floyd, The Wall. If you don't eat your meat, that's you where can't that came have from. Any pudding? How can you have <laughs> any pudding if you don't eat your meat? Oh my. oh my god. Oh, here's another one. I'm right. failing. There we go. Oh, here we go. You ready? Oh, so ready. This is going to be great. Oh, gosh. Aww. Aww. Oh, well, I, my name is, is Buster, and um, uh, I'm just wandering around this, uh, this here con, and uh, I, I just can't find my carrot. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Uh, the only thing going through my head was my eyes are zeros. <laughs> Ready? Oh, that sounds terrifying. It's gonna be terrifying. <laughs> Awful. I got no, one for be that great. too. Ready? Here we go. <laughs> I'm gonna go take over that village over there, and then I'm gonna go take a nap. <laughs> Wait, did you say you say you had one? I, I got something for that. What do you got? This is what happens when Roger Craig Smith kisses you on the lips. Yeah. <laughs> I'm never letting up. Never. <laughs> I have to say, uh, very quickly, so Roger came to the con yesterday, and he put on a cosplay, and I got to see this video. It was the most wonderful thing in the world. And he oh. stood and waited in line for Steve <laughs> with a mask on. And he walks up, and there's Steve being very nice to him. And he says, you know, is it possible? Can I, can I get an autograph? Can I do this? With the, with the mask on and doing a different voice. And so Steve, he goes, yeah, can we take a picture? And then... <laughs> You see Roger stand next to Steve. Steve's looking right at the camera, and he lifts up his mask, and he does this behind Steve, and then he puts the mask back down, and he, he goes and he shows Steve the picture. He's like, oh, my God! <laughs> it was great. It was a great punk. It I really can't, was. I can't say out loud what the word was that <laughs> came out of me at that moment. Wheezy. Oh, wheezy, yeah. It was All the right. cheapest, crappiest costume I've ever seen, too. <laughs> But he, he changed his whole body structure. I don't know how he did it. He inverted he himself. He acted, Steve. He knew he was acting. He that's the difference. Uh, that's what it is. That's what it that's is. That's a real actor that's, right that's there. That's how you know. Oh, my God. Are you ready? You sure? Yes. Here we go. What's your name, by the way? Uh, my name's Darren. Uh, I should have asked everybody's names before, so we're just going to say everyone before was Mark, Steve, Mitch, and Connie. Yeah. Uh, nice. Shout them out all at once. Shout them out. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. Here we go. 
Hey, how does everyone like my monster cosplay? I'm supposed to be a princess, though, but no one seems to get it. <laughs> I like that. That was great. <laughs> yes. And his, his nose is a number. His, so, yeah, yeah. A, my nose is an upside-down E. Yeah. <laughs> or sideways three, which is how I'm feeling right now. Oh, this is fun. Wow. Oh, I already have one in my head for this. Do you? I love when they just pop in your head. You, you get should. that a lot where you they give so you'll you'll get a character in front of you and it just it pops it's in your head. It's literally the only thing I know how to do. Really? <laughs> literally. It's that fast does it happen that fast most of the time? Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Ready? It's involuntary. What's Ready? your name? Brandon. All right, Brandon, here we go. Oh, hello. Welcome to my bar. I have so many drinks and elixirs and potions to make. <laughs> That's kind of what I had, too. That's great. <laughs> we did. We all saw We all heard yep, the same yep. kind of thing. So without the teeth moving. He's got the teeth moving. like, oh, try the 1972 it's Duster. Good. Like he's, buying, he's selling you a car. Yeah, exactly. Love that. Bean Dad, The Dress. 30 to 50 feral hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time, and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if... no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, 
and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. How often do you, when you see a character, do you play against type? Where like you'll see it in the voice will pop in your head and go, you know, I want to do something exactly the opposite of I what just happened. I try to do that as much as possible, right, but right? most of the time they don't let us. Yeah, you know? yeah. that's true. Yeah, but I, I always have a second version of it in my head, and sometimes I'll record it, and they get really mad at me because I take up time to do that. I, I've got another idea. No, it's he's a, a, an 85 year old man. Why are you doing a, a four year old girl? That just that doesn't I make sense. I love that though. By the way, um, they make him audition for everything, and they get really mad at him when he records stuff. Voiceover isn't all like this. People just don't like Steve. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so <laughs> when when yeah. you join us, uh, the winner joins us for the super awesome contest to become the next big voice actor. Yep. Um, it's gonna be a great world. Don't worry. This is yeah. Don't worry about. Just that. be nicer than me. That helps. Yeah. Be nicer than Steve. Can't do that. <laughs> Oh, this is fun. These are magical. Right? Are you ready? Yep. What's your name? Dino. Dino? Yep. Here you go, Dino. Ready? You got it. (laughs) (laughs) Does anyone have some Aveeno? My skin is all clammy in here. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Everybody is so good, and they bring their own thing to the table. Completely and, different. And no rehearsal. That's yeah. the thing I also love, is it's all instantaneous and no rehearsal, yep. which is just great. Beautiful. Oh, here. Ready? <laughs> Here's a fun one. What's your name? Robin. Robin. Here hey, we Robin. go. Ready? Oh, uh, has anyone seen my friend? He's kind of tall. He's in a cosplay. He kind of looks like a Mandalorian. His name's Craig. <laughs> <laughs> trying to find your cosplay friend robin i love it that's, that's great these are so much fun <laughs> what's your name felix and now i'm terrified by the way <laughs> and you're all confident until you see steve going like oh man yeah good luck with that one it's gonna be fun oh, yeah. ready oh yeah I can't believe I got this like five minutes ago and now it's gone. I just, I thought it would be over my head and be okay, but my horn hit it. Aww. <laughs> you popped it with your own horn. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. That's so sad. It's because you've led a privileged life. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> That's so sad. Most of us have popped it with our own horn, though. Oh, geez. sorry. It's, Hello. It's hey. How are you? <laughs> I've known you forever. What's your name? Ava. Ava. We all know that. Ready, Ava? Oh, this one's fun. Where's <laughs> <gasps> my mom? Where's my mom? I lost my mom. Help. I'm lost. <laughs> Man. I'm never going to work again. This is too I know, good. right? This is why I'm convinced we are going to be able to find an incredible voice actor that's going to be able to join us. Yes. You know, on the team. It's and going to be awesome. replace me so I can get some rest. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the next Wolverine. <laughs> that's, that was the one. That was, that was, that was the one. one. Yeah, What's your name? Uh, Martin. Martin. Ready? Not in a little bit. <laughs> oh, no. It looks like Joe. <laughs> Getting a little lazy. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? It looks like Joe. 
<laughs> um, has anyone seen my friend Brendan? Uh, late for battle, and he brought his weapon. Robin, we just in a minute, just a little bit. <laughs> my Brandon. friend's heading for battle and forgot his weapon. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot your sword, Brendan. Oh, man. <laughs> nice. It sounded just like me, too. It sounded right? just yeah, like Joe, too. Exactly like That's oh awesome. Has anyone seen my friend who forgot his weapon? It's great. Aw. Ready? Yeah. What's your name? John. All right, John. You look oddly familiar. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was just in my apple, but then I popped out to see if there was anyone around, but nothing much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Everybody was so good. Anybody else stepping up? Anybody? No? All right. I Roger. have a question for you. Yeah, Roger. No, Roger's like, I'm not coming up. I'm not going. I'm not I have working. a question for you, Steve. Yes. What would the apple sound like? Uh, <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> Everything I can think of is not appropriate for this room. <laughs> oh, geez. Wait a second. Oh, geez. <laughs> Sibilance. <clears throat> I'm Wolverine. <laughs> Roger Craig Smith, Roger ladies Craig and gentlemen. Smith, everybody. <laughs> uh, Steve, so what was it like when you used to play Wolverine and now it belongs to somebody else? Roger has just it, nailed that. You know, it was a good run, and I think we're in pretty good hands, I, I think, <laughs> as long as he wears pants to his sessions. So. Why would he start now? No, he, sh he really shouldn't. I've gotten used to him exactly the way he is. <laughs> By the way, um, we have a little bit of time left, so not let you off the hook. What does the apple sound like, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I grew a hole in a very strange place. <laughs> <laughs> and something's coming out of it. <laughs> mm. And I don't think it's my core. Oh, mm. That worked. Yeah. It worked. Jeez. Unbelievable. So uh, this is my favorite question, ask a voiceover actor, because they can't answer it 99% of the time. What have you been working on, and what can we see that's coming out? <laughs> this is it. This is all I have. <laughs> Literally, I have no. Uh, I love that asking go. voiceover. They're like, I have 93 things, but um, I can't tell you about any of them. No, I can't tell you about most of them. Yeah. There's a show. I, I did it, and it's an on-camera show that I, I did a voice for for Disney called Villains of Valley View. Oh, okay. And I play this character called Onyx, the bad guy in the show. Oh, that's cool. I had no idea what I was working on when I did it, and it's it's really fun to... to now, is it really on camera? Because for some reason you've I'm made air camera. quotes, and I'm, I don't understand what that... Well, because there is a, an actor on camera who oh, does okay, it, okay, I, just, I just voice it after the fact. <laughs> I was because yeah, you often I, say that to me. You're like, well, you're an on-camera on camera, actor. I do say that to I'm you, like, what does that's that a whole mean? different connotation. <laughs> well, no, it's just I don't do a lot of characters that are live action. Yeah. Uh, unless, you know, it's it's background voices for movies and things like that. But for TV shows, I really haven't done that before. So it was kind of fun to, to step in and work, especially on a kid's show uh, that is popular for a demographic that I normally don't right. tap into. It, right. was, it was just kind of fun to do something a little bit different. So Do you, do you want to do on-camera work? Nope. <laughs> no desire at None? all. None? None. So somebody None. comes up to you and says, man, I got this great movie. I want you to come in and be, you know, come star in it, be the funny guy with me. Nope. You'd say no. I would say no because wow. I am too lazy. 
And I am seriously, I am too lazy. I love to the memorize. honesty behind it. It's I, not like I'd be I, I'd be scared of it. No, I'm too lazy. I am. I am. I'm really I'm really lazy. I don't like memorization. I'm I'm singing in a choir right now, and I'm living in Hawaii, and I'm singing in this community choir with 80 year olds. They want me to memorize like three lines because we're doing a little Christmas production, and I'm struggling doing that because I haven't done it in so many years. So. There are so many things about the last sentence you just said that I want to unpack. <laughs> I'm singing in a choir in Hawaii with 80-year-olds, yes. and they want me to memorize three lines, and I'm having trouble. I yes. don't know where to start. I'll be honest with you. That's, that's really all there is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Well, uh, thank you for coming and joining it, us. Yeah. You got roped into I it, did. really, no, by well, Mary? Well, well, we have friends there. Mary's Father is a very fine singer. He sang okay. with acapella groups. Well, Mary is an incredible Mary's singer. an amazing yeah, professional singer. singer. Yeah. yeah, and he sang uh, with this uh, this acapella group from Princeton. They've been doing it for years and years and years. Did and they years. have a cool name like Chock Full of Notes? They <laughs> there are lots of them like that. There they're, are. They're called the Nassoons. The Nassoons. The Nassoons. Okay. Yeah. I love that. They, they always would, have the best. Yeah. And they performed all over the world. And one of his really good uh, acapella mates who he's been singing with for 40, 50 years, happens to be our neighbor in Hawaii. He introduced us to him, and they asked us to come and sing in the choir with him. And I I haven't done that in 45 years, so I thought that would be a fun challenge. That's and really cool. sight singing and everything. Everybody's really good. So it's, it's, a, I, it's that, a great I want, challenge. Can we, can we see that anywhere? Is there, is there a YouTube nope, video of that anywhere? I'm not telling you about it. <laughs> that I want to see. We did our first concert last year, and it was show tunes, and I'm not a big theater fan, and uh, like musical theater fan. And I'm not either. Oh, God. It was, it was a struggle. Well, <laughs> if, if you have never seen octogenarians singing rah-rah, uh, the, the Gaga thing, oh. Really? Yeah. I want your, what was it? I want your ugly, I want your disease. You see 85-year-olds trying to make sense out of that. <laughs> it was fantastic. Just being a fly on the wall was good enough to do that. That is amazing. Yeah. Uh, well, where can everybody find you? Social media is all that kind uh, of stuff. I'm on at Bloomspew on Twitter until it crashes. Uh, <laughs> same thing on Instagram. You can also find us uh, at bloomboxstudios.com where we teach voiceover. Will was one of our guest teachers on that, by the that way. That was a bad week for the and students. I, yeah. <laughs> We have a, a free master class there, so if you're interested in voiceover, go to bloomboxstudios.com or stop by our table, and we have a free master class that will kind of orient you on how voiceover actually works and see if what we're offering is something that you guys might be interested in. If not, yeah. we'll guide you in the right direction. It is so worth it. It is phenomenal. If this is something you're thinking about doing, you, you can do no better than this man right here guiding you through it. It really is absolutely phenomenal well you can do better but no but not for the price probably won't not know. for the price yeah not for uh. the price yeah, i'm cheap <laughs> pizza and pole dancing no <laughs> it always devolves uh, to that doesn't it, it does i'm just remembering those nights at wheezy's um <laughs> crazy 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 thank you so much for joining us go see steve at his table go watch everything he's been in because he's phenomenal uh, thank you unbelievable um, I love you so much. Thank you for lowering your standards enough yeah, to have me here. Yeah, yeah. Again, you were just thrown up thrust on me. Royalty, so. my God. This is everybody, That's Joe Woes, everybody. I mean, well, I'm gonna let everybody. I have a, um, I have a TV show on PBS called Cartoon Academy. New season just dropped, and uh, we won two Emmys uh, wow. for the show. So, multiple uh, Emmy so check award it out, winner. Cartoon Academy. Yeah. And you have your books out, too? And yeah, I have uh, my latest book is called Amazing Peanuts, which features Charlie Brown, Snoopy, and the whole gang. 
I was actually just up the Charles M. Schultz Museum for Schultz's 100th birthday, and yeah. so yeah, check it out. I have a new book coming oh, and, out. And uh, Thursday nights, I'm performing at Wheezy's. So, yes, uh, exactly. Just <laughs> great. He's the Thursday night lineup. I have a new book coming out. It's called Great Peanuts, and it's just pictures of peanuts. That's all it is. So it's uh, not as good a book as yours, Joe. But thank you once again for joining us. Anytime. I appreciate that. And uh, yeah, everybody, uh, don't forget the super awesome contest to become the next voice actor. So like I said, you get a year-long uh, contract with an agent. Uh, you get uh, flown out to Los Angeles. You win $1,000. Uh, but the, the, there are some other prizes that I'm not allowed to talk about yet, which are awesome. VIP passes for Wheezy? Uh, no. <laughs> Trust me, the VIP section isn't better than the regular section at Weezy. <laughs> I'm in the VIP section. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I just want to say I am so proud of all of you who isn't got amazing? up and did this. That is so brave. Isn't it amazing? To do. Well done, you guys. Stepping up to well the done. mic. Yep. With that, now having no idea what they're going to voice, amazing. no idea what they're going to see in front of a whole bunch of people. It, really it takes some on serious a guts. Sunday morning. On a Sunday morning. Yeah. It is the coolest thing ever. Wow. So thank you, everybody, for joining us. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Joe, everybody, for joining us up here. And uh, thanks for listening to I Hear Voices. We're wrapping it up for myself and for Christy, who could not be here. Uh, we thank you all for joining us. And remember, if you think you got what it takes to step up to the mic, then put your voices where your mouth is. Thanks, everybody. Wow. I Hear Voices is hosted by Will Friedle and Christy Carlson Romano. Executive produced by Will Friedle, Brendan Rooney, Amy Sugarman, and Vicki Ernst Chang. Our executive in charge of production is Danielle Romo. Our producer is Lorraine Virawez, and our editor slash engineer is Brian Burton. And that uh, was my announcer voice. Some side effects of listening to I Hear Voices are sore abs from hilarity, falling down the cocoa melon rabbit hole, sneezing due to mass nostalgia, and hugs. Follow I Hear Voices wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss any of the amazing voices. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at I Hear Voices Podcast. You can also check us out on MySpace, Omegle, Vine, LimeWire, AM, and Napster. Okay, well, let's teach you about the internet. The who? Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, 
it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.